stadium. Their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. you live from together again in beautiful dnhq whatever number we want to call this it's a happy place this is south pasadena california and this is the blue heaven podcast what's uh what's going on Cheersies. dodgers nation my name is clint you can find me as real frg on twitter and instagram and i'm pretty sure this is the happiest we're going to be for the rest of this the show in this day yeah this is all we have to be happy about guys my name is brooke you can find me at brooke me three on twitter and instagram and today we are back together again the boys are back in town and uh other music and movie references that i can think of right now we are back in studio as you can see we yes. are distanced together enough enough yeah enough there's only two of us in studio so we decided to be back in studio today we have done it very uh, responsibly uh, very <laughs> safely very sanitizedly so yes. rest assured we are clean well the only fine, thing kind of. the only thing we're missing today is the positive news that uh baseball is back but you know what it isn't instead we have whatever the hell Robert D. Manfred Jr. is doing to this game and dividing and conquering the sides. But before we get into that, let's talk about what is exactly on today's show. There's a lot of things because it's, we're, uh, we're, we're going to talk about that. We're going to get to Rob Manfred and we're going to let you guys tear him apart in the comments because what better way What better way to spend a Monday than by letting fans kill somebody? Not, not literally. Yeah, we not do literally. not condone murder or death or homicide or fake suicides or whatever it may be. <laughs> That's good. I'm glad you threw that in there. We're going to yeah. get into uh, calling them MLB conspiracy theories. That's, that's yeah. Gonna, we're going to go heavy on Here that. Here we today. are. We've already gone through weeks and weeks wasted. Baseball should have had its shit figured out should four have. weeks ago now. At bare three, minimum. Three months ago. Well, yeah. But Carlos comes in with a man fraud, 100%. Thank you, Carlos. And we'll get to the comments real soon. We see you guys. We we see people happy that we're in, uh, that we're in, in this small box. They don't like our together. faces separate. Yeah. They like well, I our mean, faces in one box. Uh, well, I mean, they've been separate, though, but in, like, two boxes and a lot closer. But no. anyways, uh, yeah, there are some uh, conspiracy theories <laughs> coming around. And, man, like, I came up with that that um, subject title idea pretty early. And then all the baseball stuff blew up. And then all the players are tweeting immediately that very clearly it's not them. It's you, Manfred. Uh, if we do have time, I would assume we're going to have time because we got to not just throw more hate at Manfred. We could. We could yeah, just do that the entire hour. We have. I, I have a full tray of pens I could throw at the camera, so I'm good to go. You do have that. a lot of pens. You're geared up. But uh, we got to talk also a bit later on in the show about Alex Cora, and I called it Cora Me a River. You can give yourself points. On okay, that. now, now you say that. You didn't before. But I was yeah. saving it for the show. The Dodgers did exceptionally well. In this draft, in this very shortened crap draft that baseball also ruined, I want to talk about that. We got to talk about that a little bit. Um, <laughs> are we allowed to high five each other as per requested? We just cheers each other. Yeah, this is true. It's a cheers. There's more COVID in a beer than a, I don't know, than a hand. <laughs> 
rumors confirm. So anyways, before we get into it all, we do ask that you please rate, review, subscribe to our podcast, wherever you do listen to our podcast or any podcast, like um, insert podcast here. I'm not going to do that. This is live. But uh, yeah, we're on iTunes, Spotify, all those spots. Anything you uh, say about us can and will be used against you in a court of law in order. Um, yeah. So live stream. Let's um let's get into some of these comments, Chief. Yeah. Cause... Don't forget, guys, this is a live stream. So let us know where you're repping Dodger Station tonight. If you want to just start tearing into Rob Manfred now, please just jump into the comments. Yeah. Say what you have to say. We're going to talk about it a lot. I will note that... We want to make this. We've been going off about this for a while. We haven't necessarily given the audience, you guys, the the biggest or the best platform all the time. Because usually we get into it and we just start and grumble, grumble, grumble. It's really easy to be mad, just you know. So we want we want you guys to sound off as best you can, and we will read uh, comments. Just try to make them, you know, not too many words. Words are hard. I can't read. So <laughs> words if you are could hard. Do the easy version. That would be great. But we're gonna jump into the comments a little bit. Selena. Mrs. FRG coming in hot saying, has Brooke robbed a train yet? And I think that has something to do with the facial hair. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I was just following the comments. I wasn't sure if I had missed something or something <laughs> like that. Uh, Charles Hamill, friend of the show, over on Facebook says, what the hell is going on? Is Manfred hates baseball? And yes, <laughs> is he does. Is and, he does. And and Hamill also says, uh, finally in the same room together, no freezing faces. Huh? Huh? Well, I might still freeze, but uh, yeah, TBD you know. on that one, fellas. The The, the pressure of that. Uh, John Phillips Sr. says, right now I blame everyone in baseball. It's also a fair take. The players are not um, without fault in this. But at the same time, they're also mostly not uh, faultable. Is that faulty? Faulty. Faulty. They're not faulty. (laughs) But we'll get more into that uh, soon enough. Uh, We got somebody out, Manfred. He's way too weak of a commissioner. Yes, 100%. 1,000%, I feel. Um, sports from coast to coast, our boy over, I, th- I actually, I don't know if you're a man or a woman, so I apologize if you're, you're not, still our boy though, but you're still our boy blue, uh, over on Twitch, one of our fine earliest and long time Twitch listeners. Um, I would take Bud Selick over Rob Manfred any day. And that's saying something <sighs> that's saying a lot, but the, the length of the game, those three minutes, <laughs> We saved so no much time. In, no intentional walks. We got what we wanted, people. Uh, Santiago over on Facebook says, I'm drinking with y'all. Barbecued some ribs earlier. Barbecued ribs sound fire. Dude, all right, so we are on um, that street where we're at. We're on in South that one in South Pass. Bring a few of them Stop this by. Man, man. So Manfred. I, I just uh, titled this section of the show, What in Tarnation? <laughs> because go. it got wild real quick. So people, I, I would say... Obviously, we're back here in the same room together, so that I I don't feel we've had we didn't have the same amount of opportunity to do the same amount of research going into a show that we might have any other day, especially myself. But I know what's gone on today. I know what's gone on this weekend, and um, it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing to see baseball doing this crap. It's embarrassing to see the leader, uh, the person that's supposed to be bringing the sides together. Not, it's very clearly on the side of the owners. That's been apparent the whole time, and, and it reached a fever pitch. It reached a glaring obviousness to it over, uh, well, really today on Monday, if you're listening to another day, uh, this is on Monday. But, man, like it's bad. They're arguing with each other full instead of whispering to the media. Now they're just full-blown statement. <laughs> with yeah. their, they got their typewriter out and the whole thing. Yeah, I think I think uh, Dave Roberts he kind of said it best when he was talking about the uh, the fact that everything's been so public lately. Very he's public. like it just he's like not that everybody shouldn't know it, but 
it's also like a really airing of dirty laundry for the sport that fans love. He's it's like, extreme. fans are looking at it and they're seeing it and you're getting to see the ugly side of something that you've loved since you were a kid, you know, during the 94 strike, I'm, I, I was one. I didn't know anything about that. In case you guys are wondering how old Seemed I am. like a good re- Don't ask gone. my mom's maiden name if you're going to keep stealing my information or something like that. But, <laughs> you know, since then, labor labor disputes, if you can call them that, haven't been nearly as bad or anything that we had to ever worry. I've never had to worry about a labor dispute in my lifetime as a baseball fan. That's That yeah. much is true. But with that being said, I was looking forward to after 2021 when I knew that there would be a labor dispute. I was looking forward to my first one. Not quite that soon. That's the issue. At least you would have had time to prep for it a little bit longer. You would have understood more. But now it's just we're we're thrust into this. You got sides. You got who's his name? Like Dan Hazem or Dan Heron, whoever the hell it is. I don't even know how to explain this. This is, uh, I I said it, I've said it a couple weeks in a row, I think, or if not, I didn't. This is the weirdest, most public dick measuring contest I've ever seen, and I don't want to see it. Uh, It is, and over on Twitch, Sports from Coast to Coast, it says, says, I think it's funny how they use Passan and Rosenthal to argue with each other, and that's a whole new thing that we've never seen before in negotiations, where they're being pitted against each other through media. (laughs) You get to see like these little leaks coming in and out Mm -hmm. that would never go to media, that would they would never find out, but they, Major League Baseball yeah. wants them to because yeah. they want them to know what's happening and they want to pit the players and the fans against each other and they want to pit the players against each other. And the before, st- before you would never know that there was a, no. a sliding pay scale being offered no. by Major League Baseball. You would never know something like that. But now that they know that the, the lesser paid players would want to do something like that and the higher paid players wouldn't want to do something like that. I mean, what better way to split up a side? Mm-hmm. You know, if you're looking to divide and conquer, that's the way to do it. Go you get the guys the who get paid less to love you through mm-hmm. the media and the guys who make more to hate you. You got a lot more guys on your side all of a sudden. So the fact that they're using the media is a whole new thing for, yeah, I mean, Passing just for baseball. Rosenthal sprinkling in the Bob Nightingale, <laughs> that the the brief dusting uh, once or twice with Carl Ravitch, who, by the way, like I just Oof. want, I want that cage match. Give me ESPN. Z- Carl Ravage and notorious baseball hater Robert Manfred. Has anybody ever and just, been more blatantly disrespectful to Rob Manfred than Carl Ravage? And God, do I love look. it. God, do I. When he just like rolled his eyes and shook his head, it was like, <laughs> oh my God. A grown ass man rolled his eyes at another grown ass man on what was supposed to be a good day for baseball because it was, even if it was a. a a tragedy for the game to have the the draft be only five rounds. It was supposed to be a good day, and unequivocally, we were getting baseball back one hundred percent. And here we are, one hundred uh, four days later. How many math? Uh, see, that was Wednesday, so Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So that many days later, five days later, it's ooh, I don't really know. Ooh, I don't know, guys. Like it's dude. a quick turnaround. Quick turnaround to say 100. percent We're getting baseball, and then wait. I don't actually know if we're getting baseball. I know. I know. Uh, I know our guy, our boy, friend of the show, the master, the maestro, Doug McCain. He would totally insert the sound, the the, the drop of bruh, bruh. Look, it's getting ugly. Bruh. It's getting sad. I want to know what you guys think. I'm starting to see you guys jump in with the comments a little bit. Uh, Josh over on Facebook says, Congratulations congratulations to Rob Manfred for making Roger Goodell and Gary Bettman look like competent geniuses. That takes skill. <laughs> Get this clown out of baseball. Hey, there's a positive take. 
Goodell know. sat down in a recliner with like just his undershirt on. So <laughs> Goodell's taken some big strides over the past like two months. <laughs> I will say that for the guy. As much as people hate that man, he has really absorbed that hate and turned it into something good. So absolutely. I mean, if you start looking at Rob Manfred and saying Goodell can do better, we're in a weird spot because Goodell is, I mean, he's a, he's a terrible commissioner. Let's just call him what he Adam is. Adam Silver is not even a baseball guy, but I would prefer to have him running this shit. I would rather have any commissioner of any major sport running it right now. <laughs> Rob Manfred is, I mean, if you guys watch uh, Pat McAfee show at all, they don't know baseball Never like at all. Him. They do not understand baseball at all. Oh, but, so like Mason and Ireland. Exactly. But with that being, because yeah, points in that one, we'll make sure to quote tweet that one. With that being said, even they, even they understand how bad of a commissioner he is. They look at that and, and Pat McAfee grew up or went through the league with the worst of Roger Goodell, not even mm-hmm. a good Roger Goodell, the worst of Roger Goodell. And he still looks at Rob Manfred and calls him the worst commissioner in all of professional sports. And absolutely, he's terrible. He's getting worse and worse by the day. And I just don't understand. I don't understand how he's alive. <laughs> There's so many things about him I don't understand. Can you imagine like running a business that you hate? Yeah. Like, Does the man like baseball? Yeah, and then I would it? be doing exactly what he's doing. I would be saying he's like that guy. They just hired a new guy, and you know we know you know Karen in in wardrobe isn't a huge fan of I don't know where we're working here. Is it a big fan of Bill over in um, shipping? Shipping because you know wardrobe and shipping go yeah. together. So he goes up to him and like, "Hey, uh, Karen's kind of a bitch, huh? huh? <laughs> I hear she really hates you." And then he goes over to Karen and like, "Hey." Bill's kind of a bitch. (laughs) And then they're just now grumbling and mad. As a manager, you're supposed to be bringing sides together, whatever it is. Even if the owners, uh, you know, are whatever. uh, You're in the best interest with owners. I can't think of how to properly uh, word that with American human words. But Mm. if if, uh, you're in the owner's pocket, if they're offering up money or whatever the hell it is, if – However it's going, you have to make it less blatant than you are right now. And and it's – we already knew things were bad. We knew, like you said, the the strike was most likely coming after 2021. And now the, the threats are we don't know if we can get – we can reach an agreement. We don't know if – uh, we need them to sign more uh, health waivers and all that and – if they're going to go force teams to play or whatever it is, you know, this was supposed to be today. I, I, I assume you felt the same way that it was going to be, all right, well, here's your 50-game season or here's your 53-4 game season. Sorry, this is what we have to work with. I mean, I, I was just like the players where the players were just basically like after after ready. the players' association, after the players association was like, hey, we're not negotiating with you. Just let us mm-hmm. know where we're playing, like where we're going to play our 48-50-game season. I texted everybody I knew or everybody that texted me and asked what was up because people were like, hey, are we having a season or not? Like, what's happening? I was yeah. like, just prepare for a 48, 48 to 50 yeah. game season. Call it what it is. We'll get over it. We'll play baseball. We'll get some playoffs. We'll get a World Series winner. We'll be back next year. You know, just call it what it is. At least we get baseball back. Yes. And then you turn around and say, hey, we might not have baseball at all. And not only that, you start saying, hey, the players have to kind of give over their rights for us to play that 48 mm-hmm. game season. Making up something which... Seeing what the players have said, um, none of the players have – everybody's pretty much 
uh, on the same boat and saying these are stall tactics. And this is where we start getting into the conspiracy theory things where at one point and they kind of go hand in hand. I think I talked to you about it last week off air where we were uh, not on the podcast quality show. Check it out. But um, is is it possible that they would be trying to buy time where, you know, allegedly the the everything is supposed to be reopening by like August. Right. So they could conceivably get some fans into the stands and balance some things out. Or would they find a way to everybody work together and stall tactic to get fans in the stands and balance things out? You, That seems very dumb, and I understand that. But is that a possibility? I mean, of course, now we're looking at the world and being realistic. It's probably not going to happen. People are probably going to have to go out and protest haircuts again because um, things are bad. Things are bad. Things are getting worse. Actually, I don't even know if they were ever getting better, but uh, this is a show about being angry at baseball. <laughs> so that was one of the conspiracy theories. But now the conspiracy theories is, is you know, in that March 26th ag- agreement, in those initial negotiations, which were very much done in good faith hastily because the players had the players had a fire under their ass to make things better because it was not only them, but it was, it was the ballpark workers. It was the employees of the clubs. It was the minor right. leaguers. Like those people were going to get the trickle down effect of it all. And, um, now <laughs> we're sitting here months later and that thing's being held against them, but still in that agreement, it was in good faith. They need to implement a schedule. We need to play as many games as possible under, you know, these, under what we agreed to, and now we're not. And they're very obviously now trying to buy time right? before uh, they can say, all right, well, I guess our hands are tied. We're going to play a 50-game season. Did you see Trevor Bauer on Twitter today? Yeah. I Owned mean, it. I mean, he, he went off, and it was basically like, hey, like what's, what a coincidence. How, why does it happen to be that you're just now dropping this now after mm-hmm. you realize players are like, players come in and say, you know what? Let's just do the 48 or 50 game season, whatever you're calling it. Let's just do it. And then yeah. he pulls back and says, whoa, 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 wait a minute. We yeah. might not have a season. Like, uh-huh. We might not have a season. He's like, Five that's days really, later. He's like, that's really convenient that you would do that after you just said, Driving you know, worst drinking. case scenario, we'll play 50 games. And if it comes to that, we will. But he needs a little bit of a stall time. So he needs, let's say he needs two to three to four weeks. It was 13 there. days per Trevor Bauer. Perfectly. Two he to said, three, two weeks. You can get it in there. Let's just say like, hey, let's just <sighs> throw something up to piss off the players union to make them argue a little bit more mm-hmm. and give me two to three more weeks. And that's what he did. They've been trying to make the union look bad for the longest time and the union continue. I mean, there are going to be the people who say, yeah, they should take a pay cut. They should, and they probably should take a little bit of a pay cut. I think it's reasonable to, to say like 10% of what, or whatever. Everybody's taking a pay cut during this situation. However, they felt because they did, they felt they had an agreement in place that covered through all of this. So it's, they already had a pay cut. That's the, and, that's and the 10% thing. isn't 30% off of your prorated pay. And, right. and it's just going to keep getting worse. But yeah, Bauer said, uh, he he was going through. Um, <laughs> I I suggest anybody read the thread, even if you're not a Trevor Bauer fan. If you're a baseball fan, what he's saying is is straight from uh, the heart of a baseball player, and he's not like any other baseball player uh, that you know has restrictions on what he can say. He's going to go out there. So he says, so how how do you delay another 13 days? I guess we had that answer today. Threaten to cancel the season. Threaten arbitration. Threaten grievances. All the while, hold the fans for ransom. Hold the future of the game for ransom. Nobody believes your bluff, bud. 
And of course, he's not. He Bud called Seelig. him Bud. He's not. He's not Bud yeah. Seelig. It's Rob Banford. Different guys. <laughs> and an hour later, <laughs> and Players Association called him Rob. <laughs> called which him was, Rob. I mean, if you're if you're talking about like a, a just a slight shot at somebody, <laughs> I mean, that's just beautiful. I don't know who. I don't. I don't know if it was Tony Clark who actually yeah. phrased it and did that himself. But <laughs> what a shot! And I love that. I'm, I'm. I'm. I love that kind of pettiness. The Players Union has done for their part. The Players Union has done a very good job of laying everything out there. Yeah, They've made it very transparent what they were asking for to fans and to the league. Mm-hmm. They've made it very clear about the league's response to them mm-hmm. in their request for things. You know, the league, the Players Association really wanted the league to prove, hey, you're saying you're losing $600 plus per game played without fans. Show us that documentation. Show us where that's coming from. And then we can talk from there. Let us figure it out because right now we don't have any proof of that. So it's just you telling us that we're losing money so we can't pay you that much. That's fine if you have the proof of that. And they've yeah. said that multiple mm-hmm. times. Like, hey, if you have that proof, then we can then we can renegotiate. Then we can talk. Until then, 100% of our prorated salary as negotiated before. Otherwise, we're not doing it. Mm-hmm. And Major League Baseball has basically come back and said, well, we can't show you that. That's private information. We can't. We don't have that documentation yeah. for you. You'll need to make a formal request at, in court for that. And it's like, when you, st- when you start doing that, then the Players Association, is, of course, they're not going to work with you on something. If you're right. unwilling to work with them, why would they work with you? Meanwhile. The rumor or the word comes out that there's a new TV deal guaranteeing baseball billions or millions or however. One billion dollars just for a playoff Um, TV deal. A um, playoff TV deal. um, You got money on that one? I get it. It's the best I was able to do. Yeah. (sighs) Roach says Brooke is going to shave off his mustache in 2022. Well... Here's the thing, guys, and I need you guys to chime in on this a little bit while we're on the subject. I said that I would keep growing it Mm -hmm. until baseball returned. If baseball is canceled, uh, what are we doing? (laughs) Because I have a family. (laughs) I I feel... I got to think about... I got a dog that judges me. But you also have uh, your, your media duty here as host of the most important podcast in this room. So, you know, think of think of all that. I, I have a responsibility and an obligation to the fans <laughs> to which I made a promise. A promise. So Matt, I'm stuck in between, guys. You're going to have to let me know what I'm going to do in, in 2020. Yeah, maybe let, 2021. Yeah, let, let uh, Brooke know what to do with his mustache uh, for the next at least 13 days until Rob Manfred uh, has to. Please, Rob. Implement a st- Please, Rob, a I need to shave it. Please. Matt Van Patten says, I'm more of a NASCAR fan after this. At least they have a sense of direction. Left. Left. Dumbass. Yeah. Left. I Get mean, it. they were late. They were late to it, no doubt. But at least they took a stance and pissed off a bunch of angry driving rednecks. Showed Isn't NASCAR the biggest waste of money there is? You just burn rubber, literally. You just burn fuel that's supposed to be expensive and hard to get these days. I don't know anything about that. You know how to drive? I'm now pretty, imagine doing it for a long time at a left circle. I'm pretty white, but I'm not like that kind. You know, <laughs> you don't have a spittoon is what you're Santiago me. says, I'll Venmo Coward. you $5 if you shave it. <laughs> J.K. Crowley says, would you take Bud back? Bud Selig? Yes. At this point? Pff, yeah. Even I right take now. Barry Bonds as MLB commissioner right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm down for whatever, man. Get anybody in there. I've seen so many other better ideas that just made the most amount of sense. 
uh, in this in this whole time of conversation and time of negotiations and time of wasting time. How can people like that are paid to do this not figure it out? I don't know, man. Like, I know this homeless guy that lives behind this the CVS back in Corona. He's not homeless. He's home impaired. Yeah, I I really think that guy who yells at birds could do an infinitely better job than Rob Manfred. And I wish that was a joke. I wish I could even laugh about it. I can't. I can't because I don't know him. Rob Manfred has just done such a bad job. Like, I can't call it anything else except one of the worst jobs that I, even from just a PR perspective. Like, let's say let's say he's mm-hmm. not willing to bend on these issues. Mm-hmm. Let's say he's really not willing to bend on these issues. You hide behind stuff. You throw yeah. other stuff out there. You throw other positivity into the world. Mm-hmm. You throw other offers to the players, like jaded and hiddenness somewhere else. You You throw in stuff, you know, from a PR standpoint. Easy to do. Yeah. Easy to look really good in the eyes of the public. Uh-huh. He hasn't even done that. No. He's basically been like, hey, we're just going to offer you the same offer three <laughs> times and hope that no other adult who can do math realizes that we just offered you 30% of your original salary. <laughs> Let's just hope that you no one notices. I'm pretty sure no one can do math out there, so we should be good, guys. And that's all they did. They didn't even try. There wasn't even an effort. No. And that's the saddest part about it is like you're, you are the commissioner of one of the top sports in the world one of the most viewed sports in the world and you're still like well not worth really trying honestly i don't really feel like it today i'm kind of busy if you i I mean let's just be honest if you have fans missing bud selick then you gotta you've done a lot of things really wrong and we could keep talking about rob manfred all day and i probably will keep talking to rob manfred probably with (laughs) myself all day but i'm just gonna keep getting really upset and really angry and probably cry i'll probably cry a little bit i was more i was more yeah i was more cry today than than anger for a little bit i was like i hope i can get mad enough for the show because i'm really (laughs) sad really just sad that the sport i love has let me down so badly going going back to the the trevor bauer thing uh, of which he's the one who who spoke up you know nicely in a very long thread um that that made the most sense I, i and as as a way of backing it I would say one of the most vanilla players in the league is probably Christian Yelich, even though he's a superstar, even though he's a 2018 National League MVP. Yelich retweeted that thing immediately, saying, Mm -hmm. if you're a baseball fan, you really want to know what's going on, look no further. And, you know, I don't know how many friends in the league Trevor Bauer has. They don't know each other, really. They don't don't play together. They don't whatever. Joe, I I will say that of all of this, this nightmare, it's it's shown – the strength of the players in the game uh, there. You know, if we don't come back to Major League Baseball, these guys are going to go try to play somewhere and somebody will pay them to do it. Yeah. But they all banded together. They all rallied and, and they hit it hard right away with, um, you know, on the tweeter with all the things that are going wrong with this and, and laughing and whatever. Again, within hours, within 12 hours of everybody tweeting, we're ready. Tell us when and where. And. <laughs> They were expecting to get that schedule. Everybody was expecting to get that schedule. So now, again, we're 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 at this stall tactic thing, and, and uh, you know that's that's what I was told by by an insider friend of mine. You know uh, the grievance thing and all the other BS that the the league is trying to make up. It's just a ploy to get Major League Baseball back at, at the negotiations because Manfred prides himself in being this this you know elite negotiator. He was the negotiator, the lead legal negotiator man for Major League Baseball for 25 years, either including this time or, you know, before becoming the commissioner. 
he he enjoys walking away with a deal. Uh, is not going to get it this time, and he's too much of a pussy to implement the schedule he needs to be doing right now. Can can we just talk about Rob Manfred as a as a human being for a second? Let's 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 Hold just on, go recency. Another, let's go more beer. Let's just go recency. Let's go major failings within the past couple of years. Just major. Talk about dropping the damn ball. He really got things going, you know. He really got off to a hot start with his uh, handling of the Astro situation. Let's just start there. <laughs> Let's just start with number one. Yeah. Took on the Astros, had every opportunity to level that franchise, uh-huh. to bring it back to the Stone Age of when it first started, to pre-Jeff Bagwell ages. <laughs> he had every opportunity to make them look like trash yeah. and just destroy them. Didn't even... Didn't even make a public statement of what they did wrong. Didn't even really say anything bad about the franchise as a whole that really tarnished his game. Didn't strip them of a World Series. No. Didn't strip their players of still a single thing. The players did not get stripped of anything except their dignity by fans. That's it. They Nothing. That's his first fail. That's his first. We'll just call that number one. And that's a pretty big one. You know, now this is pretty big, but that was a pretty big one. Let's just say that. And he, let's, you know, he did that. What? That was January, February. That was January. That was his first real. And and then how long that took. That took the entire off season. It took so long for him to hand out some sort of punishment for the, for the Astros. It It came out in November and it took that, like he took away from baseball and the free agent. He took away from the players that were supposed to get, you know, boosted up. Yep. During this free agency time, during the winter meetings, the GM meetings, all this other crap. No, he took it away by mulling over it and just handing it off to somebody. And it was his first real major opportunity to make his mark in the game. But because there was no... No, he made his mark. (laughs) Sorry, to make his mark, uh, to lay the the hammer down or whatever it is. But because there was no uh, precedent... He let them basically get off with a hand slap and said, "Oh, that Alex Cora, ooh, ooh, ooh that, ooh, he's a bad boy. He is." Yeah, we should have cheated if we knew we were, that's what the punishment we were going to get. Could have won a couple World Series and just got five million dollars taken away from us and maybe like two draft picks, like lost far nothing. Yeah, <laughs> whoops. <laughs> oh well, <laughs> bye. We would have lost nothing. Like there's, there's every. I hate him so much. And then, <laughs> I hate him so much. And then now this week or, or late last week, it was uh, the the Yankees were allegedly cheating and had something like swept under the rug, and and that's being reopened by a judge or whatever. And then every asshole comes out with the well, every team is cheating. Okay, well, if so, these ones were caught. <laughs> These are the ones who got in trouble for it, so I'm going to point them out. And one team cheated enough to win a World Series and not get anything really uh, done wrong to them. And, and their their um, punishment, air quote, is being carried out right now while nothing is happening. But not the, not the not game. to mention. Not to mention the fact that the Astros' punishment came in a year where the draft was shortened, thus making their loss of a re- of a draft pick not really. It was supposed to not be really two, wasn't it? Not really important. Yeah, not really important at all because now they can just sign all those guys after the fifth round, anyways, mm-hmm. for really peanuts. Let's just call it what it is: peanuts. You get twenty thousand dollars per signing after the guys who didn't get drafted in the Bail. first five rounds. 
there's so much wrong with that. There's so much wrong with the way he handled the Yankees situation. There's so much wrong with the way he handled the Red Sox situation, yes. which is another shortcoming of his. And on top of that, he also decided to devalue to in order to justify his actions against the Astros, he decided to devalue the World Series trophy by calling it a piece of metal. Piece of metal. You might as well have just been saying we're play a kids game, none of this really matters. That's you might as well have just said that. Like you just stopped just short of just saying that. So he oh, he's the worst person. He's on my catch hands <laughs> list. I haven't put him on yet, but he's he's on now. I'm gonna, add, I'm gonna at, add him in right he now. He should be at the top. I'm of gonna the put list, him. Man. I'm gonna fight him and Josh Reddick at the same time. You know, kill two birds with one stone. <laughs> just get them in together. M- Michelle Carter said, "I'm okay with stuffed animals in the stand, but that doesn't even sound possible now." <laughs> Where my catch hands list at? That was there the funny is. thing. Like, do you guys remember when it was? It was like when it first happened. You know, Ken Rosenthal came out with his article about when the COVID first happened, like, oh, we need to go into the locker rooms. This is this will not this aggression will not stand, man. How else are we supposed to get these deeper, uh, more meaningful editorials? And then it was like, all right, then no baseball for anybody. Oh, you want my you want my updated catch hands list? Um, Hold on. Let me lay it on you. Oh, that's good. Josh Reddick. Jose Altuve, Justin Verlander. Oh, Rob Manford was on the list. Well, he's on twice now. Yeah, he needs to be. Josh Reddick again. L.A. City Council. Alex Bregman. <laughs> L.A. City Council. Orbit. Orbit. The entire city I of Houston. Like Josh Reddick. Yeah. Uh-huh. Jim Crane's old ass. Josh Reddick. Uh-huh. Jared Carabas. Jared Carabas. And like Rob that. Manford. Jared, o- Jared like- almost got off my list. He almost got off. Yeah, he's been okay during this, but also you can't you can't fix asshole. He's still on. A couple of Red tweets. Sox fan. He's done. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't know. It's it's. Um, and I feel you need a lot more people, but we're not going to make this a political show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to add a lot of people to that list, but uh, some of them are kind of private. Roach says they can go play in the KBO or the Mexican League <laughs> for. Uh, you know, if the if MLB breaks down, they could just go play there. I knew I do know a guy that's playing in the Mexican league, and they just told them that they're uh, starting back up. So, and they're trying to get fans in. Independent league on that one. Independent leagues coming back. They announced their season today, the same day we're commish effed it up. Independent league baseball found a way to get back, but we can't. We can't, guys. There's no way we can do it. Katie says, uh, when he treated the Astros situation the way he did, uh, we should have known to not have any confidence in we him. Should have known. Should have known. So I, I did. I did ask somebody uh, uh, on the inside who who knows a bit about things and baseball-y things, and um, asked like, what's what's the take of of players? And uh, this person says, uh, everybody right now just just kind of thinks that Rob Manfred's a bit of a bad dude. And there's no better way to spin it. You look at him, you look at the things he's done, you look at this consistent, these these consistent egregious failures to uphold the 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 sanctity of the game. I don't even know if that. Would, I tried to use big words so it sound better. Dude, the dude messed up. The dude is trash. He he is doing a bad job. He continues to do a bad job. He's he's letting. Two sides argue at each other through statements released on Twitter. That's a that's a those are words that came out of my mouth. I don't like twenty twenty. This is not my yeah, year. This, it needs to end, man. It needs to end. Maybe mm. wake me up when December ends. <laughs> anyway, anyway, 
Um, before we move on, and if you guys have any more uh, any more hate, we'll get to it towards the end of the show or wherever we decide to mix it up. Because there's going to be hold more. on to your hate. <laughs> hold on because we're going to gonna need it later. Uh, I do want to remind you, I don't have a graphic for anybody watching because, uh, again, we're back in the office today for the first time in a while, and I haven't uh, had much time to set up things. But Hello, friends. <laughs> we uh, we are running a giveaway with our, our pals over at Toro Grill House. You guys might know of Toro. They're the people that have worked uh, pretty diligently with Justin Turner and, and Courtney and the, the JT Foundation in, in helping provide you know, food, meals, up hella tacos, mad hella tacos, tacos to people in need through, um, I think it's through the foundation. No, the LA Dream Center, Dream Center. right? Yeah. yeah. So they had, they reached out and uh, we've wanted to work with them because we, well, really what we want to do is go get some damn tacos from there. <laughs> but uh, we're doing, we're running a giveaway through them and with them and having, uh, you know, just... You know, I guess changing it up, changing up the pace from just mad and, and angry memes and gifts that we have to post online because of Robert D. Manfred. But, um, yeah, we are giving away two. There's going to be two winners of some Kike Hernandez bobbleheads. So check that out on our Instagram. Uh, it'll, it should be on our story pretty soon if Eddie's watching watching this and, and posts it. But if not, Hit check that out in the feed. All you got to do is follow us, follow Toro. And um, uh, there will be also the bo- a bonus if people – uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Dodgers Nation TV, and uh, send us a screenshot of your, your subscribing. Triple points, even though this isn't a points based thing, uh, if you happen to hit that notification bell. In a roaring stadium, their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. Moving right along. Alex Cora. <laughs> well, we're back to hate. <laughs> that was that was the positivity for a second. <laughs> like I'm hungry now <laughs> thinking about them banger tacos. You remember what that hate that you were holding on to? But fire it back up. <laughs> It's so bad. I mean, look, look, we're on, we're on the subject of the Astros. We might as well just move on to another cheater. I mean, if you guys happen to catch that Alex Cora thing, if if you guys did, then you you're already filled with hate. Congratulations, welcome to the club. If you didn't catch that thing, uh, what's the best way to sum it up? Alex Cora says we're not the only ones. Me and me and uh, Beltron weren't the only bad guys. Is that the best way to sum it up for him? The the way I I summed it up, I called it Alex Cora's big old crybaby session. And uh, he, yeah, he went to ESPN to try to to save his shite reputation by saying, "Yeah, we did it, and, but everybody did it. It wasn't just me. They tried to throw me under the bus. That's not fair to me. I love me. Um, okay, bye." God, I hate, I hate everybody. How? Like how? That 2017 team just needs to be like thrown into the fire. Like let's just <laughs> let's just forget all of them. You know, we got a little mini campfire for Altuve I'm to down. throw into. It's fine. <laughs> so tired, he goes to the kid. He goes to a kids camp or he something like that. Kid, summer yeah, camp, kid size camp. He, it, it's <sighs> just everything's so bad about it. And the 
there's so many things wrong with it. But the thing yeah. that I can't get over it is that their fans still hold on to it so yep. blindly and say like, "Oh, see, the Yankees cheated." And mm-hmm. it's like does, oh, that doesn't dude. mean that doesn't mean that your World Series is still good. Like you keep pretending like this is a legitimate World Series, and like, and you know, if you're a Dodgers fan and you say something, they're like, "Oh, cry," and it's like, "Yeah, I'm mad. You took our World Series away from us. You're gonna pretend like you're not," and you're like, "Oh, look at their poor batting average against us during I the know. World Series," and I it's know. like. And you still made it go seven games, even though uh-huh. you knew what was coming, and we couldn't hit trash in the ass organization. God, <laughs> I hate it's everything. so bad, man. So, so the exact quote was: uh, Let's see. The good one is: If there's one thing I'm absolutely sure of, is that there was not a two man show. Of course, the other guy that was involved uh, repeatedly because he's no longer an active player. It was Carlos Beltran and. Cora says, we all did it, and let me be very clear that I'm not denying my responsibility because we were all responsible. Again, that was... I'm not denying my responsibility, but please don't put it all on me. Yeah. Please blame me less. It's um another... He's, he's not on my list. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how the hell is AC not on your list? I, I Listen, for a while, Josh Reddick ran my life. He's all I could think yeah, about. Yeah, that's fair. He's, just, he's still all I can think about. Oh, man. It's how do you how do you set up a fight? How does that happen? Do I DM him? What happens? Joe Rogan, we need your help. Oh, dude, if you can just have me put on like a who's those two dumb YouTubers who fought or whatever, just oh, put on that um, kind of fight. Blue Heaven Podcast. Find a way. I, you don't. I'll, he can take a hundred percent of the purse. I don't want any of it. <laughs> so, uh, are you going to be Logan Paul in this? I don't know. Whoever won, I don't. I, I the other guy. Don't remember. Logan Paul lost. I think. It, yeah, it took me a hot minute to even remember his name. I KSI, KSI, and Logan Paul. Um, that's a I radio station. <laughs> that's KFI. Oh. <laughs> KFWB News Night. I don't know. That's that's old people stuff. <laughs> Leslie saying that Correa is just going to drag everybody down with him. Um, oh yeah, the way the way that for so long he tried to justify like we didn't do anything. You should think before you talk. Yeah. We didn't do anything, and Cody then he Bellinger. gets blasted. He gets destroyed. blasted, just destroyed, and then doesn't say anything. And then the Yankees thing comes out, like not even like a, hey, the Yankees cheated, like a thing that like, hey, something involving the Yankees in the past couple of years came out. And he's like, huh? What? What was that? Wow. Cheaters? Wow. And it's like, oh, yeah, now you want to speak up. Where you been for the past year? Where you been, bud? You haven't said much. Where are you at? Uh-huh. All of a sudden, you want to talk, but you don't want to talk about when you cheated. That's fine. That's yeah. fine. Trash. <laughs> Katie said no one won the Logan Paul versus KSI fight because no one cared enough to actually watch it. That's true. Yeah. I, I, Definitely did not watch that <laughs> trash, but somebody uh, did something. Hatfield said the core response is very Trumpy. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. But the tiny. thing is, you know, Cora can handle walking down a very, very slight decline. That's a point. Yeah. Um, anyway. Um But at least the games were shorter. <laughs> Pace of play, baby. Oh, yeah. <laughs> At least we cut down those four pitch intentional walks, you know, and, and all that nonsense. Good thing we got the pitch clock implemented. Hey, yeah, intentional walks, pitch clock. I mean, he just he 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 like looked at the game and was like, "This is." I'm starting my own league, blackjack and hookers. <laughs> Back, forget the blackjack and the, <laughs> and the league. Man, this is uh, I don't know. I guess that's really all we had on Cora. Like it, it's very bad. 
uh, uh, I, I got I, more. I got more. more. But what I more. want is why the hell aren't we playing baseball right now? Because I want to see some more of the trash drill responses. I want to G- see Jim Crane be there like a dumbass, decrepit old <laughs> white man looking like an idiot being like, uh, well, I didn't say what I just said or, or whatever. I didn't say what you have video of me saying. <laughs> Oh man, baseball is falling apart. <laughs> just let let's let fan zone teams for a year. Yeah, let's just see what happens. Can't get any worse. Like, could not like get if any you worse. get too too far into the red, then then you cut just it. Raffle you know? them off. <laughs> Wait, you raffle off the fans or no? You raffle off the team. Oh, silent auction. We'll do silent auction. <laughs> That's what we're doing, guys. It's getting so bad. <laughs> well, it's getting so bad. I hate well. baseball. This is the worst couple of years of baseball ever. Yeah, yeah. It, it like how did baseball just go so 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 incredibly? Trashy? You know what the great part about it is though? It's coming at a time when the Dodgers, in like their three to four year span, mm-hmm. are the best Dodgers team you've ever seen in your entire life. That's the. I mean, it just does not line up any more perfect than that, guys. You got Mookie Betts on your team, and we're not playing baseball. I mean, so so we can kind of double back on that and and look at. I mean, I've seen it already in the chat a couple of times. Look at the uh, the Mookie Betts thing. It's like even if we were only to get 50 games out of Mookie Betts, at least it would be 50 games. Now it's going to be 100%. Uh, well, I mean, there's a fair chance that 50-game season still happens in 13 days because that's what Robbie wants. But there's a fair chance we traded Alex Verdugo and Jeter Downs and Connor Wong for just david price and you know what after everything david price has done i'm cool with that trade because dp is a beast of a human the things that he's done in his short time uh for the team while on the team is incredible but um still you don't trade away that much value for a 34 year old lefty that uh <laughs> hasn't really done an exceptional amount of uh, positive stuff stats wise in the league for a couple of years that's not the trade you make. You trade for Mookie Betts. <laughs> I mean, it's not the trade you made. It's the trade you might end up with, though. Here's the good news, guys. I'm just going to pepper this in here a little bit. If you're talking about the uh, current situation, the current climate of baseball, the current financial details, uh, if anything good can be said about what's happening right now, it's that the free agent market is going to suck for the next year suck mm-hmm. it's gonna be garbage it's a bad time to be a free agent Mookie mm-hmm. Betts is not getting the 300 million dollar offer mm-hmm. that he got from the Red Sox before he decided to not take it and get traded with that being said with the current climate the Dodgers probably have the best chance to re-sign him in a free agent contract yeah. so if if anything if I can say anything about the positivity of what's happening right now it's that the Dodgers will probably end up with Mookie Betts again mm-hmm. on a one-year deal most likely that is my guess. That's my approximation. I think he's going to take a one-year deal to play out again. And it entirely depends on how the next couple of weeks go. I think if there's no season at all, then I, who the hell knows? I, you can't even really yeah. guess on that. But I don't think any team is signing a long-term contract for anybody next season. I don't think that's happening. There's yeah. just too many question marks in the years following that. You know, just the just the expiring fair, CBA alone. Yeah, just that's that a fair alone. Take. Yeah, because you would be you'd be likely doing yourself a disservice because the money's going to have to go up the year after. So maybe it was something of a blessing in disguise for this to happen. And, you know, Mookie can sell it as a, as a good faith contract to go back to LA for one year because the fans were, were robbed of seeing him 
do his uh do his thing in right field. But uh I don't know what, what else were we talking about. I'm tired. Like you know when you just have so much hate in your body, it kind of <laughs> takes the wind out of you. You know, you feel it. Greg wants us uh, wants to replace the Canadian flag with an American flag behind us. Actually, we got those from our friend Gail. So that's um, Canadian friends of the show. Yeah, Canadian friends of the show. Eh? You know, if we get some more uh, international Rock. friends of the show, we have an Australian friend of the show. We should mm-hmm. probably get an Australian flag up there somewhere. Yeah. Do they have a flag? Yeah, it, it just looks like, a wallaby? like uh, things. I want the flag of Nepal. You seen that eyesore? Beautiful. But yeah, a lot of this stuff was uh, has been gifted to us or sent to us from friends of the show. If anybody wants to uh, send us things <laughs> to throw up on there, even if it's an American flag, and you know, you can send us stuff. Side. Yeah, yeah, we'll put it up there. DM us. Yeah, let us know in the comments below, <laughs> and we'll we'll give you we'll we'll talk about you guys and and uh, show it on the screen. And I don't know, I don't know. That, that's all I had. But you one, got some more positive stuff, right? One positive, one last positive note. Even though, like I said to start the show, it was less than ideal. It was a only five man or five uh, round draft. The Dodgers kind of cleaned house, and I'm not going to sit here and tell anybody that I know much <laughs> about these players because I don't. I don't care about high school baseball. I don't care about college baseball. I even if they were playing right now, which I don't think they are. They're not right. I don't, even if they no. were playing right now, I would not be watching them. In the same way, I'm not watching the KBO because it's not the team. It's not the league <laughs> I want to be watching. It's, baseball it's is assessment. baseball. I would rather go be playing it. <laughs> we're over watching those, but even even so, you know, you look at the the, the experts. Uh, we mentioned it last week. You know, I was on uh, on a conference call with. ESPN lead draft expert and prospects expert Kylie McDaniel, and we've had him on uh, on our programming before. Um, Jim's going to send us a Nebraska flag. It's really boring, like Nebraska. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, Jim. That's, I love that. That's a good comment. <laughs> but universally, it seems like, like people are feeling very positive about this draft. <laughs> I know it's a good comment. It's a really good comment. <laughs> yeah, that's up there with the best of them. It, it, it for what the Dodgers were able to do. I mean, if what in the third round is it the third round? Yeah, Beater or, or it was uh, second round, but a very late pick in the second round. Clayton Beater. That was somebody Comp pick. people had, uh, you know, possibly earmarked for the Dodgers in the first round. So the fact that they're able to get him with their third pick out of it is is pretty damn impressive. He's a guy that they picked number twenty nine in the first round, and they were like, hopefully Beater falls back to number twenty nine. Hopefully mm-hmm. they can pick up Beater at number twenty nine because he does have some question marks and some questionable health history that comes with him. But yeah. the Dodgers, as you know, mm-hmm. very good about evaluating that type of thing. Very good at taking risks on that type of yeah. thing. And we talked about it before the draft, and we were like, the good news with the Dodgers is this draft more than any other draft they can afford to take risks in the first yeah. couple of rounds. They don't need anything. They have no glaring needs in the minor league system. They have no glaring needs in the current major league roster. They don't have a need no. anywhere. And so mm-hmm. with that in mind, you kind of look at this and you say like, well, first of all, it's only a five round draft. So after that, it's kind of free game. And yeah. why not want, why would you not want to play for the Dodgers if you're a free agent? As and as one interjection point there, um Dodgers don't really have any glaring needs for a few years. So you can no. kind of take some flyers no, yeah. on so some you, power arms. People like looking at these guys to maybe sooner rather than later replace a Pedro Baez, who's not coming back after next no, year. No, he after his when he gets his free agent contract, he's not he's going somewhere else, probably like Miami or something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know where he's going. But think about a world without Joe Kelly. 
That's eventual. That'll happen eventually. But you Positive get, world. You get, I mean, you get in the first three picks that they had, three just power arms. Yeah. Like not, not arms, power arms. All three guys who could end up in the bullpen one day. All mm-hmm. three guys could also end up as starting pitchers one yeah. day, mind you. They're not they're not overly high uh, high ceiling guys or, or I think I'm saying that right overly high ceiling guys for for the rotation but to be able to draft you know middle of the rotation type guys when you already have top of the order guys you have Walker Bueller you you feel like you've already done a, a great job with Dustin May to, to put him into that position and then you have somebody like Gonsolin who would be man if this guy's our five that's a that's a our fifth guy that's an elite freaking rotation. Or to mix him into the whatever. So if you get a Bobby Miller, and I don't know if, how much you've seen of him throwing, but that looks like a delivery that can very easily be cleaned up. A hundred percent. And very it, it is a high effort delivery, which usually translates yeah. to bullpen. It's, yeah, usually it's, translates it's to bullpen. jerky, but there's some things that can clean up. You get him on the track, man. You get him on the rap soto. You get him with, you know, Billy Gasparino's people, and and he's going to do some things good. These are still um, kids, mind you. These are still children. You can't you can't really teach a ninety eight mile an hour fastball. And they say nope. like his stuff, his his breaking ball is really good. He he self admitted that his slider and curveball don't have enough shape differential. So that's something they could either just scrap one and make like a killer slurve, whatever it is. But that's the type of thing the Dodgers know what to do. And we've seen it time and time again. You know, people. What I think Gonsolin was a fifteenth rounder or something like that. He was he was a late guy. Uh, the, the Dodgers have like I forget what it is on their forty man roster right now. I think it's like eleven dudes who were drafted after the fifth round. Just as mm-hmm. kind of like a comparison to where we're at right now, because we only had five rounds this major league draft. That's mm-hmm. like eleven dudes that you could have possibly missed out on. Mm-hmm. Jock Peterson was after the fifth round. Justin mm-hmm. Turner was after the fifth round. There's a bunch of dudes on that roster. I think Ross Stripling was the fifth round pick, so they would have just got Ross mm-hmm. Stripling. But you know who my favorite pick from that draft was? I mean, the Dodgers. Draft, I guess. Not all for all. I don't know why I would like other teams' drafts. The catcher. No. Oh, because you like catchers? No, I oh. do like catchers. Yeah, you like the knack? I like Jake Vogel. Oh, that you like the knack. Mm. Huntington boy, Huntington like Beach High School. You know how I love the fast outfielders? Yeah. That's my thing. I love just speedy outfielders. And Jake Vogel was like rated as almost the number one speed in the entire draft. And he's like a – I think he just turned 18 or he is still 17 or something like that. He's a kid. Let's yeah, just say he's a kid. He's he's a young boy. Uh, Tim and I, SD Dodger Tim Rogers, uh, he also – he's on, on uh, one of our – Sister sites, Tim runs for the greater part, Dodgers2080. Check it out, Dodgers2080.com and at Dodgers2080 on a lot of things. It's all prospect stuff, and, and Tim does a great job as our air quote prospects expert. But him and I were talking about it, and you know, even you and I were talking about it. But Tim and I were saying, like, trying to identify that glaring need if there is one, which there isn't, but it would be an athletic middle infielder type, shortstop type. Uh, they know Gavin Lux really can't stay at shortstop. Right. He's a, he's going to be a right side guy. He might even get some outfield at some point in time. But you start looking in the outfield. You know, otherwise, you know, left handed pitching, which they still didn't get. But you look in the outfield. There isn't like there's Jake Peter. I mean, uh, DJ, DJ Peters. Peters. He'd be playing if he was with another team already. He would. Yeah, he's a big league guy. He should be a big leaguer by now. Big power. Uh, they got a lot of those big power dudes yeah. that can can play outfield, but probably shouldn't play outfield. But uh, we we look now a couple years into his career, and Jer- uh, Karen Jendel, Jaron Kendall, hey, hey, oh. hey nailed it. Jaron Kendall uh, was kind of supposed to be this Jake Vogel guy, and Kendall didn't work out. 
he's not he's not he's not gonna make it very far he's gonna be like uh i don't know just he'll, a throw he'll in up, he'll end up somewhere else yeah he'll and be he'll end up in the back guy. end of some weird deal that's yeah. that's not how we're gonna say but uh but it's it's good you know it, they as they often do the dodgers drafted uh you know the best available they want that catcher carson taylor uh also people, a pick i'm a fan of i'm a fan of that. there it is because he's catcher. like catchers yeah, yeah he has an affinity towards catchers I but do. It's good stuff, you know. A lot of people like Landon Knack because they like the Knack, and right now we're living during the time of my, my, my Corona. So, how do, how do I boo you? It's one right there. It's uh, up, up higher, but more to the left. Thank you. There it is, guys. <laughs> we're back. Oh man, uh, I don't know. I guess that's um, that's about it. That's all I got. That's all good, I've got to say about good draft. <laughs> good draft. Uh, Alex Cora can eat a D. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> Rob Manfred can catch these hands mm-hmm. and just about everybody else's hands. Uh, that's a baseball fan. You're ruining our lives. You're ruining Gail's life. Rob Manfred. Think about that. Gail. Think you're about ruining that. Gail's life. The, the nicest human being you'll ever meet in your entire life. She, she doesn't like you. Do you understand that? <laughs> Do you know how hard it is to get Gail to not like you? Do you get that? You, you're garbage. Gail. I'm gonna cut that part out of there. You're garbage, Gail. Gail, Gail's Gail is an angel on earth. Yes, Gail's wonderful, and she hates Rob Manfred. So congratulations. <laughs> Santiago says you touch his audio pad. Go wash your hands, bro. Well, on that note, just this, just this one. On that note, we've had some fun here, guys. I feel, you know, it feels good to be back. We don't know yeah, how long. You guys, <laughs> maybe you guys lot. do know, maybe you don't know. You guys have probably done a lot of Zoom calls. Doing stuff over computers, you know, it really sucks. Yeah. Shout out to the people still doing it and staying committed to that. <laughs> and, you know, I'm sure those guys are in usually in big studios with a lot of people. Yeah. Luckily, it's just me and him, so we can afford to do this kind of thing and do it safely. It's a tough gig. You guys yeah. stuck with us through some technical difficulties while we were trying to figure that stuff out. Hopefully, those are behind <laughs> us now that we're in here together. We get to cheers these every day. We get to be here and yell at each other and play off each other's emotions. It's a lot easier when you get to actually play off of each other's emotions. I'll mm-hmm. tell you guys that much. It's really hard to talk to a screen that doesn't understand you. And sometimes you go blurry. <laughs> sometimes you drop from the conversation. Sometimes your internet goes out and sometimes your dog bite bites you during it. So things happen, things become things, but we're back in studio and we can't thank you enough. Most of the time it was my dog in the back going, ching, 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 scratching the, scratching the tag. Yeah. So I'd have to tell Mrs. FRG, like, what's up with your dog? Kill bro? the dog. <laughs> do it now. <laughs> you leave Cookie alone. Anyways, guys, we do appreciate you uh, hanging out with us. And like we keep saying during these times, we will be back on live again if and when uh, baseball makes a decision. Whichever way it is, we're going to come on and be big mad with you or moderately happy. I'm going to be mad either way. Yeah, either way. Mad it's going to be like a sad mad, though. Like, we still have that hope. We still have that hope, even though we, you know, shouldn't. Smad hope. But find us on the internet. Until then, we will be doing all the things that we talk about. Generally, they're on our website, DodgersNation.com. Subscribe to Blue Heavens. We are on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Play, Stitcher Radio, Player FM. Oh, so many more. That was so good. You guys see how he did the burp thing with the... That can't be taught. Can't be taught. It's the intangibles, guys. Hey, it's God-given. It's God-given talent, boys. (laughs) Guys, I am at BrookMe3 on Twitter and Instagram. This guy over here, finally on my right, at 
RealFRG on Twitter and Instagram. We are Dodger Nation on Twitter, at OfficialsDodgerNation on Instagram. That is correct. I said that correctly. Usually I say it out of order, but thank you guys so much for hanging out with us. Thank you for jumping in the comments. Thank you for the Nebraska comment, because God, did I ever need that in my life. And we'll see you guys, if not next week, then this week when they drop news. TBD. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Uh, uh, uh. <sighs> Man, it feels better. Boys are back in town. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank God I was still recording over here. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.